Hello, and welcome to The Everyday Leader, lessons you can use to build and grow your influence every day. I'm your host, Laura Thompson. Happy Monday, and thank goodness it's Monday, TGIM, and thank goodness for this podcast, because this podcast is for everyone. There are so many resources out there for leaders of Fortune 500 companies, CEOs, and the like. But this podcast realizes that a leader is not someone who is defined by a title or someone who necessarily leads a large company. We are all leaders in some aspect of our life because leadership is an attitude. It's how you conduct yourself in any aspect of your life. Sure, some leaders have the title. They've been recognized and promoted based on their past success and have elevated their career to a new level. And some leaders are spouses, coaches, teachers, classmates, nurses, athletes. I created this podcast to share decades of my own leadership experience and to provide guidance on how you can be a little better every day. At The Everyday Leader, we focus on small daily improvements that over time, the investment we make in ourselves grows and grows and will lead to large and wonderful results. Compounding small efforts by changing some of our behaviors and small improvements that over time get us crazy great results. You deserve these crazy great results. You deserve the best. Yes, you. Believe you deserve it and the universe will serve it. Do the best you can with what you can, why you can, and success is inevitable. Steve Maraboli. Welcome to the 15th episode of The Everyday Leader, and thank you for listening. It's Monday. Do you have your week planned out? What are you going to do to make this a fantastic week? Are you working on being the best version of yourself? All it takes is focusing on that 1%. Just 1%. What can you do to move that lever 1% this week? Hey, with the current pandemic and unemployment as high as it is, I know many of you and myself are looking for our next move. What is your next career going to be? Many days you may be thinking, why is my inbox empty? Why didn't the recruiter call me or select me? This week, I'm going to talk about some steps to help you get your dream job. I've mentioned on earlier episodes that the company I worked for went out of business as the pandemic hit. Thousands of people were suddenly left jobless. Out of panic and fear, many of them grabbed the first job they could without putting much thought into it. It makes sense, right? We've got bills to pay. What am I going to do? This was sudden and tragic and unexpected. Get a job, get a job, get a job. So today, where are they? They're miserable, of course, right? This morning, it's Monday, they woke up dreading going to that job they hate. Or maybe not even hate. Maybe they just find it so-so and they feel themselves sliding down that spiral of being more and more complacent each day. So this is the number one lesson I have today for job seekers. Define your career search. What type of company do you want to work for? Do some research online and find those companies. What is most important to you? Culture, a company that gives back, benefits, perhaps a target wage you need to earn, 
a company that embraces work from home. GTS, Google that shit and find the companies that are the best at what you want from a company. Doing this important step also makes this interview question a breeze when asked. You've already invested time answering this one for yourself, what's important for a company you work for, so you are prepared to answer the interviewer. The next group of people are the ones who stuck it out a little and then COVID impacted us further and recruiters stopped calling. What happened next is a travesty. They gave up on themselves. Mary Ann Rodmacher said this, courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes it's the quiet voice at the end of the day whispering, I will try again tomorrow. Lesson number two for the job seekers, do not give up on yourself. Employers are hiring. Maybe you need to change up your process. When you were doing the hiring, you knew the numbers. It took so many phone calls for a live interview and so many live interviews for an offer. And then how many offers did it take before you got an acceptance and got a hire? Now put that in reverse as you search for your next career. How many contacts do you need to make to get an interview? How many first interviews to get a second? All the way through the process. If you haven't built on that first level of how many contacts you've made, you'll never move on to the next levels. Do not give up. Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. Thomas Edison. That's a big one for us as we're searching for our next level careers, right? I'm going to use a non-work example for the next one. I am by no means a girly girl. I never read fashion magazines. I prefer sweatpants to anything, even pre-pandemic. When it comes to attires, I could really use granimals for adults. If you're too young to know what granimals are, they were a clothing line that you matched your tops and bottoms by matching the animals on the tags. If you had a lion top, you could be confident pairing it with a lion bottom. I need this desperately. Despite this, I love to buy makeup. I'm a sucker at any cosmetic counter for buying whatever is new and trendy. And then I get it home and try it, and I suck at it, and a fortune of cosmetics sit in my bathroom drawer. So my daughter, she's 21, and she has favorite YouTubers for all of this girly stuff. So last week I thought, let's see if I can figure out how to use some of this stuff collecting dust in my drawer. I watched a couple videos and put the techniques to use. And hey, not perfect, but wow. I kind of even impressed myself what I could do. And I had an interview online last week and I really felt confident. Lesson three for job seekers, watch videos, listen to podcasts, Read articles on how to ace the interview. There's so much free knowledge out there. Take advantage of it. Also, and I can't stress this enough, practice. Grab a friend, a spouse, a dog, a cat, a mirror, whatever, and practice. Hear the words come off your lips. Did you like what you heard? Chances are if you liked it, an interviewer will like it. If you didn't like it, chances are they won't like it. Would you hire you or send you up the channel for the next interview? If not, revise and try again. 
Ed McCauley says, when you are not practicing, remember, someone somewhere is practicing, and when you meet him, he will win. Do not let that be you. Do not let them win simply because you would not practice. Get out there and practice. The next lesson I learned, a real valuable lesson, I was driving a new CEO around Chicago so that they can get a lay of the land. They were a recent new addition to the company that they were heading, and as we drove, they shared with me a list of people they were connecting with to find out more about the company, the business in general, and the market. As they went through the list of people, I thought to myself, Thompson, you know all these people too, some of them very well. Why haven't you tapped into their knowledge? And being a great student, I called them all immediately. How fortunate for me now, because that was back in September of 2019. Now, when I'm calling them looking for assistance in 2020, it's not awkward because I've bridged that gap with them. So lesson four for the job seeker, reach out to your connections and ask them questions about your business and your job search. There are tens of millions of people unemployed right now, and getting in front of the decision maker is so much easier through a connection. Meredith Mahoney said, know where you want to go and make sure the right people know about it. So reach out to those connections and let them help you in this important time in your life. That very same CEO I drove around Chicago has been a great mentor to me in my own personal search. They asked great questions to get me thinking and commented on my own skill set and a, a particular skill that they thought put me at an advantage of other candidates. I knew this was in my toolbox. It's kind of like when you read the job description, it's there between the lines. But I didn't connect how it made me stand out from other candidates until they mentioned it. Which brings us to our final lesson for the job seeker, lesson number five, know the value you bring. Once you determine what it is, how do you articulate it? Write it down and create a value statement for yourself. It's perfect to put in that cover letter or for that introductory LinkedIn message to the decision maker for the next job you're trying to get. So I hope these five lessons, one, define your career search, two, do not give up on yourself, three, practice for the interview, four, network, five, create a value statement for yourself, help you land your dream job. And here's a bonus. Number six, everyone has answers. Geniuses ask questions. Make sure you bring a list of questions for the interviewer. Thank you for listening and make it a great week. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of The Everyday Leader. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast to cultivate the leader within you. When you are living the best version of yourself, you inspire others to live the best versions of themselves. That is everyday leadership. This has been Laura Thompson, and I leave you with my favorite quote from John Quincy Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader.